What's going on? How y'all doing? This is Lita Johnson. I'm always glad to hear, uh, of, of to have y'all ears, and to inform y'all. Um, God bless your families. Uh, even more blessings in the future. Okay, let's get started now. Um, it's a lot of things to talk about. Uh, we're gonna talk Villanova. We're gonna talk 76ers. 76ers into the playoffs. Villanova just offered Armani Hansberry. I've been talking about it. Uh, my sources had already told me Villanova is heavily been recruiting him. His coaches, they're, they're close with Hansberry. Um, and Hansberry very strong towards Villanova. So this is a big game changer for him. Penn State has been recruiting him. A very heavy Shrewsbury and their, their squad have been recruiting him heavy. But this is a game changer. You know, Villanova coming into this is like Duke coming in or Kentucky coming in. You know, it's a you know. It's a game changer, you know. For certain recruits, you know, when when certain programs come in, it's a game changer. This is big. It's like when Deshaun Harris Smith got in, who's a, he's been very, very good. Uh, he he he's a Villanova type of player. He's tough like Justin Moore, and I think Deshaun Harris Smith and Hansberry will commit to Villanova. I think they will be the first two recruits, and Justin Edwards is going to be a big time go get. Uh, he he's a big time five star. Let's see what happens with guys like that. The the pro level contracts are always floating around. You know they're always somewhere. So let's just see if that happens. If overtime or if uh, the G League or the NBA offers them. Now uh, Justin Edwards is big because he's a PA. You know a PA prospect. And Hansberry plays with Team Durant, which is um my guys. Uh, shout out to Dwayne Wise. Hansberry's I I saw him play. I went to one Merlin. It, I was invited by uh, Team Durant, and um, Hansberry. I had already been watching film of him for a minute, but man, he's a big. He reminds me of Anthony Mason because he has size and he can he can pass the ball. He can rebound. Um, he's only going to get better. He's physical. He's he's brute physical, and he has a jump. He has a shot. He has a jump shot, man. So he can only get better with Villanova, but he can hit you with the mid range game. He can drive in there. Uh, he's going. He's a, he's a, he's a three way threat. Rebounding, scoring inside, um, taking to the hole, and being able to pass. Like that's it'll be a blessing for Villanova to get a guy like that. And then Sean Harris Smith is is as tough as they come. So that'll be two good winners. Two guys that'll be Big East, all Big East guys right there. So I just feel like that is gonna be two guys that uh commit first. And back to Justin Edwards. The Myro Little thing is big. He's coming up with his decision. Do I think he goes Villanova? Villanova's Villanova, Indiana. That's it. I mean, he like Indiana. We'll just see what happens with that. Who do I think he will go? Villanova has just as big a chance as Indiana. Have just as big a chance as Indiana. I heard Villanova didn't offer him. Who said that? Villanova didn't offer him, but he's a choice by Villanova. This is a big-time point guard prospect. You know, you have to think a little bit better than that. Um, Myro Little, will he go to Nova? He just is really impressed by Indiana. 
I mean, he loves Lenovo, but that, that visit got to him. So we'll see what happens. It's a 50-50 chance. Um, Justin Edwards, our, yeah, Villanova has a great chance. He's in. He's an in-home guy. He's a hometown guy. Then you're talking about Villanova offering him. But Justin Edwards is also have the the blue the blue nation is after him. He's just one of those type of prospects. We'll see what happens with that battle. I don't know where that's going yet, but that's do they? The question you want to know is do they have a chance? They have a super chance. He loves Villanova. Let me tell you something. When when you know, Duke Kentucky offers a guy that Villanova goes at, that doesn't cross Villanova out. Villanova is always highly regarded, just like Duke or Kentucky. They just end up winning. Duke or Kentucky ends up winning. And the powers that be that that make them win is is you're right about. You know, guys feel like NBA city, but. Villanova now has scratched the surface to the point where people know when you come from Villanova, it's just if you want to stay one or two years. That's always the big thing. You know, Jay Wright goes for one and dones, but that doesn't mean a one and done guy is going to get that time. He, he can leave all he wants. That don't mean you're going to get that time when you come in there. When Jay Wright said he'll go for one and dones, if you want to leave, go ahead. He'll, he'll risk that. That doesn't mean you're going to get the time. Period. When you come there, don't mean you're gonna win the time that you want. But you can go ahead and leave. <laughs> all the all the all the draft stock, go ahead and leave. But he's not gonna just give you time because you're Cam Whitmore, because you're Brian Antoine, because you're Javon Quinley, because you're Amari Spelling, you're Brunson. You have to earn that time. Okay, now um getting more um into recruiting, uh, Jacob. If I say that name right, and I'm going to have to get with his pop on that one. I've been watching Theo, Theodos, Jacob Theodosio, 2024-point guard, Ohio, Toronto. This guy is gifted with the ball in his hands. And Mike Naughty's been recruiting him, man, and he is, I mean, he wants to get better. He's going to be something. He reminds me of Giddy. His his this ball handling, all around ability. He doesn't have the size, but length wise, the way he plays, he can shoot that jump shot better than Giddy. He can lead the team. He can rebound. He's an all around point guard. And look out for him to be a guy that Villanova really gets in twenty twenty four. The 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 offer definitely could come soon. I mean, I don't know if it's soon, but it will. It's coming. Um. Now let's talk a little bit on the NBA. We'll go back to Nova. Philadelphia, they won the day. The 51 wins. Big feet, another feat for Doc Rivers. Yeah, Doc Rivers, um, naturally, man, I mean, naturally, is just a good coach. I mean, I know it's a lot of things said, but he's gonna you're gonna win with Doc Rivers. It's not he's been winning in Philly. He's won the division championship. He's been a number one seed. So now this year he has fifty one wins and he's not. I mean if this was the year before, they would be that. They were clearly people teams have got better. And you gotta give Doc Rivers a chance to get this roster right. But Philly's never fair, so it is what it is. Doc Rivers, everybody knows the job Doc Rivers has been doing. Nobody in in the whole organization doesn't like Stock Rivers, including the players. So all these rumors and just nuts. 
So now, James Harden did good. Man, he, listen, look at what Ben Simmons did and look what Harden did. Clearly, there's a bigger picture, uh, or, or I say a better picture there. Look at it. Look at the numbers. Okay, we know Ben Simmons wasn't better than Harden before it was a trade. So this was an upgrade. Clearly, you get a guy that's going to take jump shots when we need him. And all we need is the defense to, to, to uh, defensive chemistry to be better and the passing chemistry. They just need to know where each other's at, you know, where to give each other the ball. It's Doc Rivers' turn, and, and, and uh, here we go again. There are players on there, but their coach has to get them to play right. He has to figure out weaknesses, you know, what's good, uh, how do you use players, how do you use players to their strengths. And Doc Rivers is good at developing. Paul Reed, 20. 25, 26 points. I, I knew this guy was good. Everybody was like, oh, he should be the center. He's not the center. He's a power forward. And that's why if you look at the you look at the stats. Tobias laid off tonight. They gave Paul Reed to go. And Paul Reed looked good. He is definitely, listen, next year, Paul Reed could be that plug-in. What are you looking for a vet for? You get a vet to back him up. But Paul Reed is that guy. You can you can easily trade Tobias Harris and let Paul Reed start. And if you're bringing in Bradley Bill, that's big. That's huge. They can do so much in that turn as a team. And, and, and I'm going to come to that conclusion. Let's just talk about the Sixers first. First of all, Toronto Raptors look like who they're going to go against. You know, they lost to him, but it is what it is. I, I don't take – the Raptors are not better than the Sixers. Clearly, they're going to have – the Sixers are going to beat the Raptors. Could be a sweep. Raptors, I, I say I'm going to go with one win. It's two possible, yes, but I don't see that. I see one win, and the Sixers win four games and one. Now, Harden's going to – it's his playoff time. It's going to be a harder grind. Players are going to be playing harder. Um, Matisse Tyber can't play in games three and four. Is what it is. Um, Paul Reed looks like he's a. You can plug him in, let him play the three or the four. He, of course, he can play the five with his size, but people were just saying, let him know. You see how DeAndre played eight points, eleven rebounds. Why he's so important to be the backup center, a vet, physical, plays above the rim, athletic, rebounder. He look is here. That's what everybody been talking about. He's been playing real good. If I'm going to talk about the Sixers, Shake Milton having 30 points and, and 25 points from Paul Reed is, is huge. 55 points, not to mention with with uh, uh, Isaiah Joe and Cork Myers can do. People talk about they don't have no bench. Okay, it wasn't being consistent on the impact part, so it was good to call them out. They have been great ever since the, the, the call out. Sixers have been great off the bench. Tyrese had 25 points. He was able to let Tobias Harris chill out. Even though we, we know Embiid and Harden weren't playing. Uh, Thibault didn't have to be an impact. He didn't have the pressure of having to score more. You know why? Because the bench did good. Tobias, and he only had six points. Danny Green didn't even have to score. He didn't score. Like, they didn't have the starting five didn't have no pressure to kick up dust. They didn't have no pressure to make an impact. 
that tells you something about just how good Philly is as a team. They just haven't got completely there. and They're going to have to learn in the playoffs, and we're going to see it. They're going to get there. They're learning. They still have games to learn, and they're getting better and better if you if you don't see it. They don't see it even through the losses to Milwaukee. You see Sixers coming together hard and come up with a 32-point game, learning his way to score because really hard really likes to pass. I didn't realize how great and how focused of a passer he is, but the way he passes the rock and wants to get people involved, he's just trying to figure out his team before he can unload. And then he sees he doesn't have to be that guy. He, he sees these weapons, so he's stepping back, trying to let people be them too. In Houston, it was different. He even did that in, in, in Brooklyn, stepping back. When he had to be that man, he was that man. So this team is ready for war. It's built. I, Raptors are not going to be there to do anything. And then you see where the six is at. They would face the 118, whoever was the first seed. So, let's see. What do we have, people? James Hardy, Tyrese Maxey has started. Tobias Harris, Mashi Stiebel, um, Joel Embiid. Now, if Stiebel doesn't play, um, Danny Green. He's been playing good, and I think a lot of people are like, well, maybe we should be Danny Green. Danny Green has been playing good defense. He does have a better three-point shot. So I wouldn't go against that. I, I really wouldn't. He's a good defender. Uh, Thibault's a, gr- a better defender, way better defender. But the offense that he brings makes, <clears throat> excuse me, it puts more shooters around Harden and Embiid. So I think Danny Green is a good guy to have starting going forward. I think going forward, Danny Green is perfect because he's been doing good since he's been since he's been in that start lineup. He's been good from three point line. So now you got Thibault, you got Niang, and you got Jordan. And you got Shake Milton. And there's got to be Cork Mize. It's no doubt in my mind, Cork Mize is that other guard you're going for. And you still got Millsap. You still got Paul Reed. Paul Reed and Isaiah Joe. We have to say these names. These guys were all impacted this shit multiple times. Paul Millsap definitely is a guy you can throw in there. Boom. They have playoff bodies. It's gonna be a good. It's gonna be a hard team to beat. And the reason why they were able to trade two first round draft picks: Paul Reed, Tyrese Maxey, Isaiah Joe, young guys impacting. Look how Charles Bassey's doing. Look, Jaden Spring. Them guys gonna come up. They're gonna make this bench even better next year. This is a good. They they, they have a future. These guys have a future. Felipe, Philip Petrosev, my, my fault, he played for Gonzaga. He was WCC Player of the Year. He's been doing good over there in the National League. He's a six, seven foot guy that can hit 40% from the three point line, shooting 59%. 
It's like they already have young guys in their squad. <coughs> Looking at this team, the hard part is going to be the, the not knowing really how to. You can look on the playbooks all you want, but if you, it's different already when you have to get used to a team's roster you haven't seen. But when there's two superstars, two top 75 guys, Embiid's the top 75 guy, you haven't seen. He, he's the most talented center of all time, hands down. Most gifted center to ever played basketball. I mean, the way he shoots the ball from three, he's just having fun out there. He's just, there's no way he's clearly separated himself from Jokic. Jokic is a great center, but he's not dominant like Embiid. You would have to bring more people to stop Embiid. They would have to do more to stop Embiid when there's three. You talking about, you know, Jokic gets his double teams, but they don't worry about Jokic dominating the game. They worry about who he's gonna pass it to that's gonna shoot. And then that's how they get tricked because you have to pick your poison. He's such a good passer. He finds people, and then you have to get to him. He can shoot threes. But Embiid himself can just take a game over, and there's nothing three or four people can do. He can take it to you from the top of the key relentlessly. Shoot three-pointers from beyond range on you, on three people. Jokic is not that guy. Jokic is not that, and that's what it comes down to. When Denver doesn't win, if Jokic was in B, things would be different on Denver. It'd be a that they would be a totally better team. But he's a, he has to get people open. Jokic's whole thing, he has to get assists to be effective. He has to do that. That's his whole thing. If he's not doing that on a consistent nightly basis, consistent nightly basis, Jokic is nowhere. And B can have zero assists and dominate the game and win the game. Even last year, he just more dominant. Jokic had a good stat line. Good stats. MB was more dominant. You couldn't, you cannot, you can stop Jokic. You can stop him. You just have to pick your poison. There are other guys that help Jokic be who he is. Embiid helps a team, period. Just by being dominant. You don't have to pass, have seven, eight, nine assists. Just score on you. The way he scores on you. The way he athletically can take you off the dribble. You can stop Jokic. Jokic does have help. I don't want to hear Denver don't have help. Okay, now it's going to be something to see, and, and, and it's definitely going to be something to see. Now, let's get back to Villanova, talking over. Um, it's big. I was talking about Antoine. I was talking about Antoine, and, you know, so I, I hear a lot of a lot of good um, – I, I hear y'all responses, and none of them are un, not logical to think that way, even if you think that – some people say, oh, Longino was next up. No, y'all got to stop being fans. And just look at the facts. Antoine's always getting more time over Longino. We say Longino. Oh, I saw one guy say Longino had 25 minutes to Antoine's five minutes. <coughs> Excuse me. Um, I have to say this, and you have to listen. Because this is crazy to think. All season, Antoine has had more minutes, but you pick... A couple of games they played in the Big East tournament, 
to measure up how many more minutes that he had. Like that's the that's the oh man, it's a big game changer. They like Longino. He has earned that time. And they gave him his time to play. Now, nobody remembers Antoine hurting his ankle before the Marquette game in practice. Nobody is seeing that Jay Wright falling back a little, get, letting Longino eat. It's letting Antoine heal. Nobody, nobody knew that he was dealing with injury. Like that was a setback for him. So he'll be back. He'll be okay. He'll be good. Like this year coming up, people don't understand. Antoine gets to be more involved with the offense, have plays run for him, be more dependent on the score. Before he comes in the game, he just fall back and let the game come to him. He don't know. You know who he reminds me of? He reminds me of Slater. The Slater situation when Slater was, you know, getting all the time, but Brandon Slater wasn't scoring. He was getting a lot of time. And then eventually he started shooting. Next year, it's the Antoine breakout season. He'll, he'll get to get his time. If anybody remembers Slater getting minutes but not scoring, I remember that. And I used to just say, man, if he could just get us five points off the bench, him and Swatter, remember that? And then next year, boom, he, he grew into this player. Antoine's time is coming up. He's going to be good. He's going to be effective. I was just disappointed in that game. And I do think that – um. I just had to be reasonable with myself. Jay Wright's a big fan of, of the whole staff knows stuff we don't see them. They always rant, rave about Brian Antoine. So he's going to get – it's his job to lose realistically, even though we see, oh, man, we saw the game. And he is a talent. I was just saying that it would be better him come off the bench because this might be too much pressure for him. But Jay Wright's going to give him a chance to, to start, and I think he's going to come to that occasion. I, I thought to myself – I thought to myself, Jay Wright is going to give this man a heck of a chance. It's not like he's going to think like I'm thinking, like, oh, no, this man's going to get a heck of a chance. So he's going to shine because he's going to get that chance. It's not like he's this is this game is going to put him down. This is me thinking, not thinking like a real analyst. This guy has all the shots in the world. Nova is behind Brian Antoine. And he has two more seasons to go. He's not going to transfer. Who's going to? That's a dumb. Why would you think after you, you know, you didn't, you didn't have a spark that made, that would make you hot, on a hot commodity among programs. You didn't, you've been hurt and Villanova's been by your side. There's no way Antoine's gonna think of leaving Villanova what they've done for him. No, no way in the world. And he's in a position to succeed. They're on his side. Um, I thought about the Trey Patterson thing, but. With Antoine, it's his job to lose. I think Antoine will get it, and Slater will start at the four. You can have Cam Whitmore and Patterson backing up, and then you still got Nana Njoku backing up Dixon. That's a good six. Um, I was bringing up that Antoine will start. Everybody think about Mark Armstrong. No, Antoine and Caleb Daniels can play point guard. Daniels will be shooting guard. Daniels played point guard before he got to Villanova. That's perfect. 
perfect. You saw him come in. He was the guy to come in for more when he was out. They're already putting that. Everybody know Lon Gino. That's crazy to think Lon Gino, a freshman, will be next in line over Antoine because y'all saw him have some good game. That's crazy. No, it's. And then it's crazy how you can see the proof in the pudding because who got the most minutes? Lon Gino been impressing since the first game. He just he's been working so hard and doing things. He's getting his time. But I told people it was going to be a rotation of Longino, Arcidiacono, and Antoine, and it was of minutes late in the season, late in the college basketball season. It started to be there. They started giving Longino time. And, but people forgot that Antoine rolled his ankle. It's just crazy. Um, I just think like that, that's going to be the starting five. Eric Dixon, Brian Antoine, Slater, and then you got Caleb Daniels and Justin Moore. And that is a very dangerous five. And like I've always said, Antoine is the big X factor. He can easily score 14, 15 points a game easy with his talent. Uh, you put in Slater, Slater can score 14 himself. Uh I think Dixon this year can score 15, 15 and 9, 15 and 10. Um, 17 between Daniels and Moore. These guys is go-getters. This is a good, that's a good five. I think Antoine would even score like 12 a game. 12. That would be his, his mark. And off the bench, it could be anybody between Ken Whitmore, Patterson, or Longino. I think Longino would be the biggest scorer. Then you got Chris Archie. That's your five. Your five will be Njoku, Ken Whitmore, Trey Patterson, Longino, and Chris Archie. Guys like Brizzy and, and Armstrong are going to sit back right now because, you know, Daniels has one more year left. I think more, this will be the year he rolls. He'll be a first-round pick in 2023. I think this year shows Daniels and he'll be able to be a second round pick. Brandon Slater's gone after this year. So it's automatically Cam Whitmore and Patterson. And then Mark Armstrong or Brizzy at the point guard position. Automatically. Even though Chris Archie is going to be there, see. But I just think that Brizzy and, and Armstrong will be too good for, to, for Archie to start over them. But we'll see. Could be Archie. Could be Archie. I think this is Archie's last year. Coming up. Um, really important. It could be. I think it's. Well, he might have two years. Two years. Two years. Will he be the better player? I just don't think he'll be better than Brizzy. Brizzy's an unbelievable dynamic point guard. People are not talking about. He's my favorite player off that class. He's he can he's good with the ball. He can dunk on you. He can pass real good. He can shoot from long range. He's yeah. And then Mark Armstrong. Oh, he's just so. I mean, he's just real, real good. So it's gonna be a great to have both of them on the team. <clears throat> I wonder who wins. I think it'd be Armstrong. Armstrong's just a better point guard. And then, you know, when, when Moore goes, Longino is the shooting guard. It's not even a question. He's the future starter, shooting guard with Villanova after Moore's out of here. Definitely. 
But Antoine's still here. So it can either be Antoine and Longino at the guard positions, because that's what I think it'll be. I think it'll be Antoine and Longino at the guard positions. You would can with more and Trey Patterson. I think that could definitely happen. Or it might be a little too crazy to think. I'm just saying. Villanova has done two point guards with Brunson and Ryan Archer Diacono. They've done that. You let Antoine handle the point, let Longino, you know, that, that'll be something to look at. Now, if we want to think on some better terms, if, now that I'm thinking about it, would Brian Antoine, since he started already and would average 12, would he start over Longino? I think that would happen. I really think that would happen. Next year, he'll be a junior, and the next year, Antoine's out. He has a senior year. The big thing in question by when he wants to know, this is who in the future, this is big. And and nobody's looking at how Villanova should be excited. This is going to be a good battle of guards. You got Brandon Housen still coming in. Got Mark Armstrong, Brandon Housen, Angelo Brizzy, Jordan Longino. But like I said, if Antoine comes in and wins that small four position spot, Lanzino backs him up. That's what's going to happen. And with Cam Whitmore there, Cam Whitmore is going to start the next year. Cam Whitmore and Trey Patterson will start the next year. But that's just if Antoine wins. Antoine could easily be backing up Whitmore next year. But I think it's not going to happen like that. When Antoine has to really play bad to lose that spot. He has to really he has to really play bad and get injured to lose that spot. And Antoine's not bad. He just hasn't got a chance to get the ball and shoot the ball like usual. I think he'll be in there. The next year, Longino. Will be a sophomore. Then you got Antoine. And right the next year he's a junior. And we're looking at that team. And Antoine's a senior. If Antoine's doing good, the next guy up is Longino at that. No question. The next guy up is Longino. And I know Philadelphia fans will be crazy. Like, oh, Longino's good. How is... But at the same time, I think that would be a good backcourt with Antoine and Longino. But if if Antoine is doing good, like I said, he gets that starting five position next year at small four averages 12 a game he is the shooting guard going in unless they put cam whitmore at the shooting guard position because cam is starting next year that's just how it's gonna go antoine will go back down the shooting guard after when more and 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 daniels will leave no question so listen we're gonna get more stuff going I'm, we're gonna talk more villanova i just want to update y'all what's going on listen Antoine's going to be their starting guy. And the next year is going to be the problem. What's going on? Who would start? It would be Antoine, and you would think of a point guard. 
Antoine will be down the shooting guard more. I think he leaves for the draft. Daniels is a senior. Slater is gone. That's a Patterson at the power forward position. That's a Cam Whitmore start. He's going to start either shooting guard or Cam Whitmore's going to start in small forward, which I think will be small forward. Antoine will then play shooting guard. And we're talking about who? I think it'll be Mark Armstrong. I think he wins that. I think that's his time. Nobody's going to go over there. Longino comes off the bench. He's a six starter. He will get his time. We're not even worried about that. Antoine and Armstrong, y'all. I think that's the backcourt. We out of here, man. Villanova Radio. Uh, good to hear about the sixes, y'all. Want everybody to get some sixes and Villanova news. We'll be mixed in. We'll be telling you about football camps. A lot of good players. Good scholarships coming. I'm out, y'all.